I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. gentlemen this is episode 62 of the structures and podcast you're joining us for i'm your host cam i'm your host flows and the usual message before we kick off proceedings make sure you check us out on all the streaming platforms audio to our episode drops every tuesday visuals drop on youtube on thursday if you go onto our instagram and twitter there's a little link in the bio and that houses all of our links if you, that's where you know that's, that's where to find us so make sure you like subscribe comment all that good stuff um, but yeah, how you been, bro? You good? Yeah, I'm good, bro. Yeah, yeah, chilling. Some good topics to discuss this week. Um, yeah, let's 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 go let's go straight into it. Um, well, before we let, before we sink our teeth into the the main topic of discussion, which is next week's super fight, um, I want to quickly touch upon the action that we've seen this weekend. Um, there were some 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 good fights yesterday. Um, let's start with the undercard of the uh, cancelled White Wallen. So I guess it was it was what it's called it, the Cameron McGee fight card. Yeah. So it's White Wallen sort of yeah, they got pushed out. Um, it's always worth touching upon Alan Babich, probably the most entertaining fighter to watch in the world right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm going to tune into every Babich fight as I, as, ma- as many Babich fights as I can. Um, just for the entertainment purposes. Um, yeah, not much to say, really. We knew Eric Molina was going to come to sort of pick up a check and be an easy fall guy. And that's what it was. But what killed me about that fight was, I swear, Babbage dropped him with the first punch. <laughs> mm-hmm. The first combination Babbage threw... First Lina 10 Crum- seconds it was... <laughs> It was a five-second knockdown, you know. Five, I think it was five seconds, wasn't it? The first oh, five seconds. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, yeah. As soon as they engaged. As soon as they engaged, this guy's... I said, yep, I, I know what type of time Molina's on. <laughs> this is going to be over real quick. And then, yeah, second round. It was interesting because Molina showed a bit of heart in that first round to sort of weather the Babbage storm. And then second round came. He got hit with that same storm again. And this guy didn't want to know, man. He was that was it. Um, yeah, Molina needs to finish, man. He needs to retire. Yeah, he's done for. Uh, um, we, we, I remember his last fight against Fabio Woodley, where yep. we both came took a dive because my man was talking to the ref while the ref was counting, looking up at the ref, fully aware, mm-hmm. and refused to get up. Yep. So uh, even the, even uh, the knockdown was suspect. It, it was like a clean punch, I swear. Yeah, the the, the eventual knockdown it was like back. Like yeah, it wasn't. You got knocked down a few times, but yeah, obviously, um, Andy Lee and Kelly Reese were killing him on commentary. Killing him. Andy Lee said it was perfect, like what you call it, said it was pathetic. Like, yeah. yeah, he was he was going in on him, and rightly so, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, I understand that you took the fight on a week's notice, but there's always a you always got to have that element of professionalism, right? With these kind of things, and this is a couple of times that we've seen him sort of put out this kind of showing. So you, you just question. The thing is, he was, he, he was having some success in there when he actually decided to fight. Because he's, yeah. he's got ability. We, we've known him a leader for yeah. a while. He, he, yeah. he could fight. He's, he's not... The, he's not wild he gave Wilder he he gave wild hell. He gave Wilder hell. But he picks, he's stuck, he picks spots to fight in and then yeah. other time... He doesn't have the minerals to be a fighter from the looks of Yeah, him. yeah. You see him it's, turn around and run it in yeah, the it's, yeah, it's, it's Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's a hard thing, isn't it? Like... Yeah. You either have that in you or you don't. And I don't think he has that in him anymore. So he's happy to collect his check and head back to America is what it is for him. But he's what old, isn't he? So he, he didn't know what spot to pick to lie down on. He didn't know which logo <laughs> on the canvas. <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's, that's peak. That's peak. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, same old. Yeah, so I guess same. What is Babich? I said, what, nine fights, nine wins by KO? It's the same old story with him. Once again, you look at Babich though, he's open to being hit. When he's wild and that, he, get, he gets caught Babich. And we're just, I feel like we're just waiting for the day where he runs into a guy that can actually stiffen his legs properly. But we'll see in it. But for now, I'm still enjoying the Babich ride. I've got to give, he's got a chin, you know. 
Bambi he has got a chin. Because he's, he's small. small. Yeah. He's small. And yeah. these a few fights now, we've seen him get hit, taking some big hits, and he just takes, eats them. He doesn't yeah. back off. He still comes forward. Yeah. And boy, he just needs to jab. That's what I need to see from him, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Set up the shot. This guy just throws haymakers without jabbing. Yeah. But, the, yeah. The size difference is crazy with him compared to all these guys. He's he's tiny compared yeah. to these guys. Like he's actually, he's only 6'1". Like he's small. He's real small. Um, he comes he's punching above his weight. He comes in a cruiserweight and he's punching above his weight because purely off aggression, to be honest. Aggression and work rate. Um, I, obviously, I guess Hayden alluded to it last week that, you know, nowadays a smaller guy can beat up a heavy guy, you know, off really? aggression. Exactly, exactly. Like it's not, it might have been a rarity back then, but these days the smaller guys are punching above their weight and we can see with Babich. Obviously, when you get to quality, you question quality of opponents. That's another side of things. But, mm. but yeah, we're seeing that sort of like the smaller, the smaller heavyweights can put in work. <laughs> to be fair, the cruiserweights nowadays are bigger than the uh, heavyweights back in the day. Anyway. I mean, yeah, it got, what, a Cody's what a Cody's six five six six hits yeah. like a train. Like, yeah, like that one. That wasn't the case. That wasn't the case back in the day. Holyfield was considered the big cruiserweight back then. He's only what six three. Yeah, man, it's true. Like the cruiserweights come big. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like you say, Babbage is knocking out these heavyweights, like mm. knocking them out, knocking them out, like yeah, hurting them. So yeah, and he's confident with his size, regardless. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of these heavyweights have stayed in a cruiserweight. Michael Hunter, Usyk, obviously, yeah, holding most of the straps now. Yep. Um, Cody's going to end up there. I mean, Wilder comes in at cruiserweight limit most of the time, anyways, in terms of weight wise. He, he comes in at about 15, 16. So yeah, um, yeah, it's something we're going to see a lot. And um, yeah, we'll see how it develops. But yeah, man, I always say to our listeners every time we talk about Babbage, watch him fight. It's just exciting to watch. It's it's drama. It's aggression. You're seeing haymakers from round one to round whatever, whenever it ends. Um, yeah, man, and he's obviously his persona as well. <laughs> the, the, in this build up, he will say, "Yeah, I want to be knocked out. I want the <laughs> yeah, He's so yeah. funny. But I said, "I I, I want to be hurt." <laughs> He says he uh, wants his own to go. He wants something yeah. to take his own. He, he wants his own. I, I respect it, man. I respect I it. That. I love that. love that attitude. Trust. Yeah. Trust. You that's that. That's that. That's that. Um, like Keith Furman throwback. He used to say that all the time. He said, I've got, oh, I'm not. He said, I got it. Oh, I'm not afraid to let it go. <laughs> if you can beat me, beat me. Ah, <laughs> oh, I miss oh, Furman, man. For real, he's man. Go. He's really got to go. Actually, yeah, that's what I, I, I don't guess, even know man. where he is. Um, anyways, let's forget Furman. Um, We'll talk about quickly touch upon the main event. Um, Cameron McGee, uh, women's boxing fight. So you already know what time it is. <laughs> Bombs away from round one to round 10. Um, yeah, this was a brilliant fight. This was a war. Um, and I think it's probably my first time taking in Chantal Cameron like that. And I was thoroughly impressed. She's quality, she really, really is good. Um, her speed, her footwork, her aggression, the way she puts her combinations together. Um, yeah, man, I was really impressed with her working there. And I had her winning quite handedly, but it wasn't like a blowout because she, um, Mary McGee was in that fight from, from the first spell to the last. Um, she stuck in there and she actually came on stronger towards the end because obviously she, Cameron, her work rate was crazy, Cameron's. And she, you know, she would have used so much energy from like round one to round seven or whatever. But McGee was still there coming forward. They called it, you know, they said she's like the Terminator. She just didn't, she's like, she didn't stop coming and kept exerting pressure and yes, tried to stay in there. So um, yeah, man, it was a really, really exciting fight for me to watch. I think there was one round where for a good like 30 seconds, they were both against the ropes, just, just swinging, bro. I was like, I said, yo, what is this? They're just swinging. The work rate from both of the ladies was crazy to me. Crazy. And that's what you get with every... That's what you tend to get with women's boxing. Yeah. It's always exciting. They're all action, man. Um, obviously, I've seen I've seen a bit of Chantel Cameron in the past. Um, Mary McGee, I hadn't seen much of before, but um, I was very enthralled with her interviews. I like her. I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got great, bag, great bags personality. of charisma. Bags of charisma. Yeah, great personality. Um, yeah, so she, she, she's... 
it's always nice to have personalities in boxing as well. So yeah. she's someone I'll be checking for, even though she lost. Um, mm. And yeah, no controversy about the loss. Um, but yeah, she's someone I'm, I guess she's quite old now anyway. But um, yeah, yeah, someone I'll be checking for because she put in a good fight. But then there was a skill gap in that fight. You could see. Yes. There, was, there, there wasn't a heart gap. They both mm. came to fight, but Chantel Cameron, feet upwards, like her footwork was better. Um, her timing, accuracy, some of the shots she was picking. Mm. She was throwing the jab better. She kept her form when she was in, in those exchanges. I think McGee was losing some of her form in those exchanges. But yeah. great fight nonetheless, man. Um, yeah, great way to end the show. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, shame about the main event loss, but still a good show regardless. So some good fighting, um, some good fights. Um, we're going to hop over to America because our boy, Jerome Boots Ennis, was uh, fought last night and anytime Ennis is going to fight we're going to canvas him I don't care <laughs> <laughs> um, our both well, my favourite fighter right now I think your favourite fighter is well one of your favourite fighters right now um, he was against Thomas Dulom Dulom who's been Dulome. around Dulom yeah who's been around the waterweight division for a while now you usually see his name out there um, decent fighter um, and Boots has blasted him out inside two minutes <laughs> um, yeah devastated fashion battered him um, very very quick and easy what can you say man it's boots <laughs> he's, he's, he's that good um, you've got to say no one's done that to him before no one's, no one's done that to before. Dulume no one I've seen Dulume yeah. go what like toe to toe with what Jesse Vargas and Errol it took Errol Spence I think nine rounds to stop him was it Errol no, no, no. Terrence Crawford. Yeah, yeah, Crawford, sorry, yeah. Um, I don't think it was nine rounds. So yeah, went on, but it, yeah, Crawford didn't but, do that to him, that's for sure. But I know, I know he's gone the distance with Ugas. Yep. Um, he's, 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 he's got, he's got, he's coming off two losses, to be fair, but yeah. they, they didn't stop him. Yeah. They didn't stop him. Yeah. Not in the first, yeah. So, um, man, another, another, <laughs> Chance to see our boy put in work. And it's so it. funny because Boots was there saying that the post-fight interview that, you know, he disappointed because he he want, he likes to show up his skills. Mm. But he didn't. He wasn't able to. He said, you know, he loves to show up his skills. He want, he's a show-off. But he wasn't able to because he was able to blast this guy out in the round. Um, yeah. They, listeners, Boots is coming. He is coming. And he is the future of that world weight division. I've said it. In my eyes, he's the future of that division right there. And afterwards, obviously, he's they've asked him who he wants. He's called out the big names: Errol Spence, Terence Crawford, uh, Keith Furman, Ugas, all the big names. And the sad part about this, bro, is them lot aren't going to fight him. He's never getting any of them. They're, they're not fighting him anytime soon, which is Absolutely sad. Not, not. No, I, I promise you, none of them man want to fight him anytime soon. And for me, I think the best, his best bet is to fight an eliminator. If he, if he fights an eliminator, he can then be made mandatory for one of the belts. And then obviously they can enforce some form of title shot. But in terms of voluntaries or, you know, them, you know, it's not happening. They're going to avoid the hell out of him or they'll wait for him to move up. I don't know. But yeah, they, they, they want no parts of boots. Yeah, his best bet is to force a mandatory position. And yeah. More likely than not, one of these men will try to vacate. To, I'm and telling you, who's, who promotes him? Who promotes him? Who's his promoter? It's PBC, isn't it? But is he... Oh, does I, he I shout out Heyman? Does he shout out Heyman after the fight? <laughs> That's how you know if you're side to the... <laughs> it's true. They were, shout out Al Heyman. Shout out his... <laughs> if he's... From the looks... It, it, it didn't if you're not shout out Al Heyman, you're not one of the main guys... <laughs> He did shout out him, and to be fair, he didn't. That's that's what I was looking at. Because <laughs> I know he's with PBC, but he's yeah. not saying, uh, first, I'd like to thank Al Heyman. That's yeah. how you know he's not one of yeah. these shots. And to be fair, I don't really see him with the bust downs and that. So you might, he's probably not out. You know, all the Al Heyman fighters, they're all chained up, bust down. <laughs> Bro, I'm looking at him like, who's, who's, who's his mouthpiece? And mm. He doesn't have that. He's the one making these, because he, even he, he himself, he's not really a mouth. Like, he's actually quite chilled and humble. Boots. Yeah, very humble. His trainer does more of a talking for him. Like he, He's actually very relaxed and chilled. Um, yeah, which is sick. 
But um, yeah, I know he's apparently he's ranked three in IBF, and he said himself he wants to do an IBF eliminator because he wants Spence first, and that's getting out of time. Brother, <laughs> but that doesn't that say, but that, no, but bro, doesn't that say about the measure of this guy? He's calling out the one that is probably the scariest, the big, the biggest fish, the one that people consider the boogeyman, Spence. Right? He is like he's that guy, Spence, and Butch is going straight at him. He's not targeting. A lot of people will think probably go for Ugas. That's the weaker one, easiest option. My man said, "Nah, nah, nah give me Spence first. I will, if if they, um, Jim Gray asked him if he had to pick one, he said Errol Spence. Mad." No, all, all these up and coming guys, it's good to see they're on it. Yeah, they, or, Ortiz is on it. Yeah, they're all on it. Yeah, it's so funny because yeah. I, I remember seeing like I'm guessing him and Spence are cool, Boots and Spence, and they had a little FaceTime, and Spence was saying, um, <laughs> Spence said, "Oh, the pup, the puppies can't talk to the big dogs." <laughs> you know, Spence is you know his summer accident. They can't talk to the <laughs> big dogs. <laughs> Basically, but the thing is, I Spence. I mean, Boots is doing what. Spence did back then. Remember when Spence was up yeah. and coming and he was screaming, keep Furman, keep Furman, keep Furman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Furman didn't want to know. Furman came up with all kinds of excuses not to fight him. Furman was doing the same thing he's doing Exactly. That. And now Spence is doing that. It all comes full circle. And yeah, Boots is doing exactly what he's meant to be doing. Spence, Spence did the same thing back then. Crawford, when he moved up, he was doing the same thing as well, calling out Keith Furman as well and all these other guys. So yeah, man, it's just a shame because I would love these fights. And he's a problem for any of them. He's a problem for all of these guys. I think he beats Ugas personally. And I rate Ugas. Ugas is good. Yeah. And then if you do the matchup of Port, I mean, Ennis versus Crawford or Ennis versus, Port, um, Ennis versus Crawford or Ennis versus Spence, I'm having serious discussions, you know, because, boy, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it seriously, bro. I'm thinking, hmm, you know what? He's that talented to me. And um, yeah, man, he's a, he's a problem for any of these guys. And there'll be amazing fights as well. Um, yeah. yeah. He's, he's done it in a good way as well. He's done it in a good way. Like, he's built yeah. his craft. Yep. He ain't no social media mm. clout kind of boxer yeah. who's been elevated like that. He's, he, what's he got? Like, he's got like 30 fights under his belt or something? It's 29, 29, 29 fights now. No, 20, fights. no, 28 fights, 26, K, 26 wins by KO. You see, so there's someone who's built, built up his experience. Yeah. And we look at some of these other fights who's become pay-per-view stars very early, they've not had yep. the same opportunity to build up experience. So, um, yeah. If, yeah. Two if, back-to-back great KOs from him now. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not an eliminator, it's got to be one of the names, obviously, which is, the only names I can think of, obviously, is Furman, who we don't know who where he is. And obviously... So fight him. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, Fur- Fur- Furman, Furman's already, we, I mean, I mentioned it, Furman's already doing up, oh, uh, who? Who's Boots? I've, I've never heard of him. He's already doing that. So, uh, Porter is an option. But obviously, Porter's... <laughs> <laughs> the video you sent me, that's what made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, so listen. <laughs> Sean Porter, who is the most media-friendly guy, always happy to do, an- always happy to do analysis and interviews post-fights. Give his breakdown. Loves always it. Happens to- this, he, 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 I mean, he commentates, he presents, he's got his own podcast, all of that. So he's happy in front of the cameras. He loves giving his take. So after the knockout, <laughs> the, um, I can't remember what, what boxing channel was it. Was it boxing? Um, hype. 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 Yeah. So he's gone up to him and said, oh yeah, can I get your thoughts on, do you want to give your thoughts on the, on the boots knockout? <laughs> Porter looks at me and goes, nah, 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 I'm, 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 I'm not, I don't want to. I said, wow. Porter oh, knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. Yeah, he don't want that heat. He don't want any tough questions. <laughs> because you know what question will come? Oh, if you were to fight Boots, what would happen? Would you like to fight Boots? Or, or do you want to fight Boots? No. This guy? <laughs> he doesn't have to say no. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Porter is a guy that is a name. Obviously, he's tied into the fight with Crawford. So but maybe down the line, he could potentially fight Crawford. Because if he gets like a big, big name on his resume... And this, I mean, the fans will start clamoring for the oh, okay. Obviously, that that will make him more known to obviously the audience. But then they will start clamoring for him fighting these big guys, such as Crawford or Spence. But um, but yeah, apart from that, I'm trying to think. Obviously, Danny Garcia is no longer with the division, so that will be a good matchup. Obviously, both from Philly, but yeah, he's not he's no longer there. That's about it, really, man. <laughs> 
it's it's a shame, but these lot are going to avoid him like the plague. Yeah, uh, I, I can't even pick who you should fight. Maybe a David, someone who's not really a big name, but is experienced and good. David Abinisim. But even him, he's he's doing his thing in the UK where he's winning the fights and doing yeah. well. So I even that he'll be down for that one. It's it's too high risk, low rewards fighting. Yeah, and boots. and I don't want him fighting Ortiz yet because he's also in his own path. And down yeah. the line, those two together in a big fight further down the line would be amazing for the division. So not yet. I, I want them to avoid each other. I don't want them to put them in a situation where both of them have to fight each other. And it's like, oh yeah, someone's always got to go in that way. You know, I'd rather they build that one up. Both can take different paths. Obviously, if Ennis is on the IBF path, I'm sure Ortiz is on the... I swear he's on the, I swear he's on the track to, to Crawford. I think he is. I think he's on the WBO yeah, yeah, path. He's, yeah, he's Crawford. I'm not sure if he's mandatory now. He, but he's, he's, he's number one, one, I think. Yeah, yeah, cool. Perfect. All right, we'll see then. Yeah, so that, that hopefully that happens. We'll see. But yeah, man, Boots is coming. I'm going to keep saying it. He's the future, in my opinion. He's special, man. He's, he's a special, special talent. He really is. Yeah. Hopefully see more of him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another one. That's another one. So the two the two fighters we outlined in terms of... Well, yeah. there's a few other fighters we outlined. Yeah. Yeah. This was another one in our yep. prospects of the year. Yep. We said Shakur, Boots. Yeah, yeah. We had, I think we highlighted Virgil yeah. as well. Um, Virgil Ortiz. Um, we'll, do a re- we'll do a full recap. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely yeah, we'll recap we'll it and we will review... And we'll see what one. Obviously, then we got to add some more. Obviously, but um, yeah. yeah, perfect, cool. All right, let's get to it, man. The big one next week, super fight, probably, probably I guess the last super fight of the year. Um, yeah, well, I, th- I think this is probably the biggest fight of the year, anyways. Um, what well, left of the year? Um, history in the making. Canelo. Caleb Plant for all the marbles in the super middleweight division. Um, so yeah, I want to ask you something, bro. <laughs> in what scenario can we see, or in what scenario do we see Caleb Plant beating Canelo? <laughs> ooh, ooh. Can Honestly, you see any scenario? Um, I guess I guess the only scenario is if he does a carbon copy of what Mayweather done to Canelo, because that's the only way we've seen Canelo lose. Yeah. Um, does he have the skills to pull that off? Canelo's a much better fighter than what he was back then. Um, yeah. We have we haven't seen Caleb Plant ever deliver that performance. Let's be honest, against a higher class opponent. So it will have to be a magical night for Caleb Plant, or uh, an almost grand opening for Caleb Plant, where we're seeing. His full ability on display, if he has yeah. that ability, he's got to yeah. make Canelo miss. He's got to, and it's got to all be clean. It can't be any scruffy work. It's got to be all clean, make him miss, and make yeah. him look silly in there. Yeah. And even then, he might not get it. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, he might, he might, he might get a draw. Mm. So, boy, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's Once tough. again, it's a tall tale, right? You in can't knock Ve- him out. In Vegas as well. Boy, he ain't knocking him out. The only way I can see a Caleb Plant victory because I don't think he's gonna pull that up. Like you said, he's he's got to be damn near perfect, damn near perfect performance defensively and offensively. And Canelo isn't a crap boxer to allow that to happen. Mm. He's a damn good boxer. So the only way I can see anything other than a, a Canelo victory here is judges. Bad judging. And even that's a tall tale because it's Canelo in Vegas. Canelo never has bad judging. <laughs> I mean, bad judging for him. Yeah, yeah. As I was saying, even that is mad because, like I said, it's Canelo in Vegas. That's a cash cow. But, yeah, from a boxing standpoint, I can't... I've said it before, man. I don't see who beats this guy at 160 or 168. Wait, no. Yeah, 160 or 168. Yeah, I don't see any who can beat this guy. Yeah, it's and yeah, he's gonna have to win on a technicality, maybe a, a cut. Yeah, Canelo, Canelo does lose rounds, he can lose yeah. rounds. Yeah, early on, I expect I do expect Caleb Plant to have some success in there. I said, Yeah, he's a great fighter. 
I remember you home. said that for you when we were looking at like obviously the super middle fighters that yeah. Canelo's going to go through. I thought I said I think Billy Joe's going to give Canelo his toughest or the closest fight. Yeah, I remember you saying that you felt it would be Caleb Plant. Mm. Um, Billy Joe did pretty well to be fair, um, yeah. and he had great successes in portions and he was winning rounds in portions before Canelo went and did what he did to him. Do you feel, if we were to measure that against what, obviously we haven't seen it yet, but Caleb Hunt, do you feel like Caleb Plant may do better than Billy Joe still or give a better account of himself? I doubt it. You doubt it. <laughs> um, I, I, did, I did give Caleb Plant the best chance of doing it. Yeah. Not that he would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, got, you've got to look at the factors in play. This guy's been out of the week. His last fight was Caleb Trax, which he had a hand injury. Yeah. He's coming, he's, coming, he's coming off a hand injury into fighting Canelo after fighting, fighting Caleb Truex. He's not had the... It's, it's too much of a jump up. At least Billy Joe's mixed it at a high level or fought better opposition. Caleb Plant ain't really beating anyone. I remember at the time I was calling him for, to fight Benavides, then yep. going to yep. Canelo. And then That's, we get to see... Honestly, can, Caleb Plant's best win is his category. That's his yeah. best win. His opponents since his category have been shocking. I'm sorry, shocking. Exactly. One random American, one random German guy, Caleb Truax, like, like that's poor. That's a poor He's not level opponent. Up for success. He's not setting himself up for success at all. That's a poor level opponent, man. Mm. Look, it's not good enough. And well, yeah, that knows? probably... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? And Caleb Plant is capable. I mean, once again, I like to stress this with all of Canelo's opponents because he has that ability to make world-class guys look ridiculous and dumb and trash, as you saw with Callum Smith. <laughs> Caleb Plant is a bloody good boxer. He's a quality, I'm a big fan of him. He's a sick boxer. Um, very slick, very good defensively, hard to hit clean, very good counter-puncher as well. He, he's, he's, a, he's a very good student of the sweet science, right? But it's Canelo. And yeah, Caleb Plant has shocked people before. A lot, I think a lot of people had him, they probably thought his category was going to blow him because apparently, remember at that time, yeah. his category was feared in that division. They called him the boogeyman. A lot of people didn't want to fight him. James DeGale pretty much, in fact, he did. James DeGale relinquished so he couldn't yeah. fight him. Remember, he did. He relinquished yeah. so he couldn't fight him. He, he wanted no parts of him. His category was a problem. I remember he gave Darrell hell. I swear that fight was called, in fact, I think, didn't they fight twice? And the first one, I saw the first one was called a draw or something, which it shouldn't have been. And then, or uh, a, a DQ, yeah. I think. And then they did this. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. DQ. Hang on, let me get it up here. I'm, I remember this quite clearly, actually. I swear the first one was something like a DQ. Yeah, which was unfortunate because he was, he was smashing him up and he got yeah, disqualified by accident. And then they ran it back and he, he, he blew through him. Yeah. He blew through him, batted him. And Caleb Plant bashed him up as well. He dropped him a couple of times as well. Like, yeah. yeah. So that was a real surprise. I mean, as in for a lot of people thought his category was going to do the business. So he he is capable of putting out a performance that can shock you out of the bag. But his category isn't Canelo. This is a guy who's at the top of his game right now. He's elevated his game each time. Does everything well from a, a boxer puncher perspective. He can fight in different styles. He can come forward. He can fight on the back foot. Counter punch. Counter punch. Or, or be, or yeah, or brawl with you. And he's knocking guys out now. He's breaking faces. <laughs> so he hits hard. And as you alluded to before, his chin is, is something else. We've never, we've never seen this guy be, I swear, we haven't seen him stumble. He hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't dropped. He's never done a stanky. Like, he's, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. He's a machine. So, yeah. Tough ass for Caleb Plant. Um, I would like to ass. see him, yeah, give himself the best possible chance. And I don't think he's done that in the run up to this. And let's not forget, he's got Canelo angry now, too. <laughs> oh, we didn't even discuss <laughs> the clip of the, the little brawl they had on, on the, on the face off. Yeah, I, we, I, I think we did when it happened. Did we? Because, yeah, I can't remember, but yeah. I think we um, talked about it, but we ain't talked about it on the pod because. Okay, like, okay, yeah. So I'm sure. Oh, it was a huge help. Yeah, listeners would have seen it, but yeah, um, that face-off, obviously. Um, obviously, they're both drawing at each other, talking to each other, and um, I think, uh, what's that? Yeah, Canelo's push plant yeah. in anger. 
because I plot apparently called him like he said, oh, he called it, he basically he called him a motherfucker, right? Kayla took that literally and thought he would say something about his mum. So he's pushed Kayla Plant. Kayla Plant's come back now, tried to swing at Canelo, basically, or slap him. Canelo's done the, the Matrix dodge. <laughs> I, I bet hit him back as well whilst dodging. It was the sickest re- reflexes. Pieced, fantastic. pieced him up. Pieced him up quickly. Smashed up his glasses. I think cut him as well. Yeah, man, it was, it was peak. And then what was peak for me, yeah, was Kayla Plant tried doing propaganda. He, he posted clips on... He, 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 it's still on his Instagram as well. He posted clips of because obviously he, he was able to sort of like touch him, like brush against him. Yeah. But obviously he's taking that snapshot there. So it looks like his hand has got a full-on connection. And I'm thinking, brother, we saw the clip. What do you mean? <laughs> Peace <laughs> up. This, this propaganda ain't going to work because we saw the clip, man. Live or... <laughs> you got touched up. It's okay. It was an L. L. Big L. It's because everyone was calling him <laughs> on the net. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. He, yeah. Like he, swing and miss. Yeah, yeah. He only put everything. No, what I could tell his head was rattled because he posted it the first time, and then the second post was the zoom did. <laughs> like an hour later, so. and I, <laughs> that's why I, I said this. Sitting there for hours. This guy head is his head is hot, burning, steaming. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it was it was an elder preference, and yeah, he's right up Canelo. And like I said, I don't think Canelo is the best person to rile up. Billy Joe w- w- sort of w- riled him up and he went and broke his face. So, yeah, my, I, boy, it could be peak for Caleb Plant. It really could. Lovkin riled him up and he yep. ended up walking down the Lovkin. <laughs> Man said, cool, all right, cool. Canelo said, cool, you, you said I ran? All right, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to walk forward. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I can't envision anything here other than the Canelo victory. And I think he knocks him out too. I think Canelo stops him, man. He's on. He's 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 on. Don't forget, he's on the mean streak of stopping guys. He's he's on a real mean streak. He could do. He could do. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like Caleb Plant. Um, he can really bounce back from this, but because there's no shame in losing to Canelo. But yeah, if Caleb Plant wins this, this is one of the biggest upsets, you know. Hmm. Yep. This is one of the biggest upsets in boxing. Facts. Yeah. And purely because you can't look to his, his resume as the reason for him to do this. You can't look to his resume. Yeah. You can obviously point to his skills, but then he's not displayed his skills at that level. So, yeah, huge upset will be. He, he's not the biggest name either, Caleb Plant, I swear. Yeah, he's not, he's not. I'm pretty sure Billy Joe was a bigger name than him. Yeah. And Callum Smith probably was a bigger name than him as well. He so, did. yeah, it's that, that just says how much of an upset this would be. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fact, I'm sure Benavides is a bigger name than, than Caleb Plant. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, he would, he would, yeah. he would draw in Latino fans. Yeah, yeah, Caleb Plant is probably the smallest name in that division as the contenders. So, um, it's a major, major upset, huge, like uh, a, a landscape changing upset in boxing if Caleb Plant pulls this off. Um, yeah, that'd be mad. There's a rematch for us, though, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, it's, it's gonna be. Um, and if he does win, oh, I'm happy for him because, like I said, it's the guy I've rated him rated for a long time, and it's a massive, massive win. And we like seeing underdogs win, and that obviously sets up the whole rematch and then potentially a trilogy as well. Um, but yeah, I just can't see it happen, man. I can't see anyone. Like I said, I, I said it before, I keep saying it. At 160 and 168, no one is stopping this Canelo train. The only way he gets stopped is if he goes up to light heavy. Or if Andre Ward comes out of retirement. <laughs> Andre Ward losing. The problem is, we've seen Canelo have close fights in the past and where he, he, he could have lost or maybe should have yeah, lost. Yeah, so to me, that. obviously the triple, some of the triple, my other Triple G fights, questionable. Mm-hmm. And I still say this to this day, Erislandi Lara beat Canelo in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I still say this to this day. I still think Lara won that fight. They gave mm-hmm. it to Canelo because he's the bigger name. He's the cash cow. He's on to bigger and better things. And the fact that Team Canelo and Oscar at the time said, nah, no rematch. <laughs> We're not tr-. Oscar said, no, nobody wants to see that. And I'm like, Oscar, yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Trout gave him help? Yes, and Trout did give him help before he got to him. Yeah, Trout gave him. And also, Mayweather... Just I want to point. Maybe we beat him convincingly. Yeah, and 
One of the judges gave it a draw. Adelaide was Adelaide Bird, whoever her name is. That's um, it, That's, yeah, it might be. It, it was. I think it was Adelaide Bird, but she she's a mad thing. Yeah. So you're looking at you're looking at it. So this guy has had controversial every contro- every controversial fight in terms of judging has gone his way. So even if you do have a good performance where you think he loses or whatever, yeah. the judges have got his back. Yeah. So. It, and no one's knocking him out. We ain't seen anyone get close to knocking him out. I said no one's. He's he's never stumbled, bro. <laughs> so yeah, if you can't beat someone on points, you can't knock them out. How the hell are you meant to? Win? How? Dude, that's my <laughs> point, man. That's my exact point, man. That's such a tall order. No one. Yeah. Like, try to cut him up with within a few early rounds. Hopefully, the ref calls and, it off. And to be fair, <laughs> Plant has a lot of tools in his favor. He's a lot taller than Canelo. Much yeah. bigger reach. He's naturally a bigger man. But Canelo is the guy who. Your physical advantages mean nothing to him, as we saw with Callum Smith, as we saw with all these other super middleweights that he's beaten up, as we saw with Sergei Kolovlev. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's so good, man. He's so good. He's the best in the world. <laughs> and yeah, man, this is going to be history, man. All four belts at super middleweight, that's sick, man. That is so, so sick. I'm happy he's doing what he's doing as well, because in divisions, in, in, in these divisions, as we know, there's, a lot, there's too much talking not enough action. People talk the game, but they, you know, they don't walk the walk in that. So I'm happy he's got all these guys and he's been able to run through these guys and collect all the belts. And we know what's next for him if he does this. It's either a Triple G trilogy or it's light heavy. Or oh, it's just big fights. Oh yeah, any big name, any big name that, you know, they want him to fight. So if, yeah. you know, if Charlo Spence, gets Charlo. in the ring again, I don't know what Charlo's doing, but yeah, if, if they want the Charlo fight, he'll do it. Because Canelo's not scared of no one. He doesn't duck anyone. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's in the, but it's good. To, I'll tell you what's good to see. Like, we've, in our era of boxing, in our era of watching boxing, we ain't seen Undisputed too many times. I love now it. We, seem to, we, we seem to be coming into an area where Everyone's chasing undisputed. It's, it's great to see. Before it was all about big fights and yeah. beating the man almost, beating this guy's yeah. meant to be the best. Let me face like, the two the two best facing off. But now everyone's looking to connect all the straps, which mm. is good to see as well, because there's a lot of names and a lot of people saying they're the best. With social media, everyone's kind of talking and saying they're the best, they're the best. Mm. So having one one person control all the belts, I feel like it was pioneered by AJ almost, you know. <laughs> <laughs> because he was talking about it yeah he was, he was vocally talking about it he's not achieved it people like Usyk have achieved it um, yeah Kevin's Crawford have achieved it but even then when they achieved it no one was ranting and raving yeah and now it's, it's become a big thing undisputed yeah. and I'm liking it like people are arguing about I'm undisputed now to Fimo and hey, yeah. Yeah. I'm referring to so yeah it's a good era now almost like mm. an undisputed era hopefully yeah. all the divisions yeah but yeah as I said we just, we just need all the divisions to clock on and be about it for real um, and yeah, see if we can get those fights as a line. Obviously, in certain divisions, I think the politics obviously are more heavy compared to other divisions. But yeah, if if we're seeing one division do it, you know, hopefully the other the other divisions follow suit, and you know they um yeah man they they jump on. And that's, oh, that's shout out the women's boxing. No, they've been doing that. They've been doing <laughs> it, man. They've, they've been, been doing, doing it. it. They've been doing it. Up. They'll, they'll go up and then come back down and do it. You know, yeah, it's crazy, man. They, yeah. they, they, they just do it whenever and wherever, man. So shout out to them. Um, but yeah, it's the big one next week. You know, I'm going to make sure I'm watching that. If I had to take a nap beforehand, I'll wake up, I'll do it. Because, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a big-ass it's a big ass fight. And, um, yeah, man, it's Canelo's error for real. <laughs> it's re- it, re- yeah. it really is his error, you know. It really is. Um. Yeah, go on, sorry. Interesting to see what next for him if he does win it. It'll yeah, I'm I'm really intrigued. To see, yeah. Um yeah, I I suspect it might be a light heavy thing, you know. I want to see that, man. Because people will keep going. I'm sure he's hearing it as well. The whole Paterbiev, go fight one of these man, Paterbiev, Paterbiev, Paterbiev. And because he's that type of guy that doesn't back down from nothing and is so proud of himself. I feel like he will try and make that move. Especially as we've already seen him up there once already. Yeah, I think that that could be the move, you know. 
Nah, that's that's ridiculous. If he does that, um, and hey, that's we'll, that's we'll, what. Let's see if he wins first. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's when we've got to have some serious discussions. If we see Kalino, if we see Kalino smoking these men, some real discussions have to be had. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's, there's already been there's already initial question marks about him with the yep. whole Mexican meet. Yep. There's question marks about Eddie Reynoso's camp now with, yep. with um, Oscar Valdez. Yep. Mm. So if he's if he's touching once one seventy five after. Fighting at 140, 147. <laughs> he started at 140, don't no? Yeah. Yeah. No. One, when he was 15. I think 147. Was it 147? Maybe 147. But yeah. We either say he's too small for 160. Yeah. So <laughs> if 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 we see him at 175 and he's piecing these men up, as in stopping them, beating them up, taking their punches easily, walking them up, down, walking them down, some serious discussions have to be had. I'm sorry. Because that is, especially when it's. <laughs> It's Baturbiev, who is one of the hardest punches in the world. Stopped all his opponents, literally. Yeah, yeah, nah. Some serious discussions have to be had. I'm sorry. Even, but we'll I see. Even, I, I even just remembered when he went up and fought Kovalev. I had Kovalev winning. Yeah. By the time the knockout was the 11th round. Yeah. I was like, brother, he's lost this. He's losing this fight. But the, the judge, I, I, said, I said he's losing this fight. The, the judges judge, had him winning. Yeah, so I said, judges won't see it. The judges won't see it. Kovalev was jabbing his, jabbing his face off. And I, I was even getting another Kovalev because you know Kovalev is a killer normally, like yeah. a hard punch. He wasn't sitting down. Kovalev was boxing on the back foot, never seen that before. And he was he wasn't sitting down in his punches, never seen that before in my life. I said to myself, what's going on? This guy's well, a legit killer. Killer. <laughs> Kovalev was one of the most feared punches in the world at the time. I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is going on here? And even the stoppage, like Canelo put it on, Canelo put it on him once and Kovalev crumbled. Yeah. I said, nah, you're taking the piss, Kovalev. You're taking... I swear he got accused of taking a dive in that fight. I swear he did. A lot of people say it's a fake fight. Yeah, he did. He got accused of taking a dive because Kovalev was there smiling afterwards. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say that was a fake fight. Yeah. He just, my man crumbled after he got stuck. Canelo, Canelo pull it on once. Nah, I said, what's the... I said, what the hell was going on here? Science fishing. People say the Callum Swift was a fake fight because... Yeah. <laughs> I like I've said it before, I've said it many times. Hallow <laughs> Smith is a big puncher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I saw. In fact, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Canelo goes up to 175 and starts doing that to Peturbiev, yeah. yeah, we'll discuss. Yeah, we're, we're talking. We're, we're, <laughs> having seri- we're having serious words, bro. No, no cap. Uh, but yeah, listeners, make sure you tune in for that one. November the 6th. Massive, massive fight. History about to be made. I can't wait for it, man. I really can't. Yeah. Um, let's touch upon some boxing news, bro. Um, it's been fairly eventful um, in terms of like upcoming fights and whatnot. Um, let's talk about the proposed David Benavides versus Uzcategui fight, which unfortunately has been cancelled. And that's because Uzcategui has tested positive for pets. It's a damn shame. So that one's been cancelled. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna try and find a replacement opponent for David Benavides, or is going to scrap the whole date fully. But interesting indeed. Mm. Interesting. They didn't even wait for a B sample. I heard it's just a sample. Yep. And I have no issue with that if someone tests positive. <laughs> but yeah, this is um, who's he with P- PBC. Yeah, his category will be PBC. His last couple of fights have been on PBC. So and so is yeah, Benavides is PBC, isn't he? So yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Shame as well, because that's a good fight. You know, we said that Benavides needs to keep busy because all the action seems to be happening around him and he wasn't able to get any of his fights. And I'm sure he's looking to challenge straight away. After this um, Caleb Plant Canelo thing is done, I'm sure he's going to be calling out the winner's name straight away. And I would like to see that in it. So, yeah, um, this would be a good keep busy fight for him against a credible opponent. But, yeah, shame. Big shame. Yeah, um, um, yeah, it's a shame. I, I like yeah. to see that. Yeah, um, but let's talk about the other major news. It's quite shocking, actually. Um, some developments we're seeing with the Javante Davis versus Rolando Romero fight, which is in December, isn't it? It's meant to be in December. But we saw a report that apparently um, PBC or Showtime or whatever is going to be on a look at, or maybe promotions are looking for a new opponent. Uh, potentially looking for a new opponent because, oh, for Tank, I mean, 
because of uh, over the weekend, a number of women have come out um, and accused uh, Rolly Romero of sexual assault. Um, I think five, six, or whatever, a good number of women have come out and you know accused him of sexual assault. So yeah, they're looking for a new opponent for Tank. They're looking at pulling off Rolando Romero and replacing him with someone else because obviously they want to they, they don't want to associate someone with that's going through this and whatnot. But um, that's pretty shocking and sad news, I must say. Um, yeah, boy, peak. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nuts. Um... Yeah, hopefully they get to the bottom of it and whatever happens, happens. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's delayed kind of what we wanted to see in terms of fights. It's not a big fight that everyone was looking forward to, to be honest, but Rolly Romero is someone who talks a lot. He's yeah. almost in that mix between them. So yeah, it would have been good to see how that unfolded. It's a fight we I would have tuned in for. We, we saw the press. I would have tuned in 100%. We saw the presser. Yeah. Obviously, they don't like each other. Some questionable smack talk from Rolly. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Tank doesn't like him and he doesn't like Tank. And yeah, yeah he's been going at all these guys, to be honest. So, yeah, it would, it would have been something to see for sure. Um, but yeah, no, they've got to do the right thing. And um, yeah, they put him, they put him in it. And if they do find an opponent, it's interesting because quite a few people, I think, have come out and said they'll happen to fight Tank as a replacement. Mm. One being a said Regis Progre. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. his, his tweet was funny to me. I said, I'll fight his little ass. <laughs> oh, so I, I read these tweets and all their accents, right? So I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll, fight his little, I'll fight his little ass on short notice. <laughs> See if he takes it. See if he takes it. Uh, obviously, Javante isn't one to, you know, take disrespect. He fired back saying, you know, um, Oh, I heard, I heard Shakur gave me some issues in sparring or whatever. I we retired. heard that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we heard that too. <laughs> Straight from the horse's mouth, right? <laughs> um, what's his name? Yeah, he said, oh yeah, I'll, I'll happily retire you or whatever. Obviously, Reed is like, obviously he fired back. You know, he, he said something else, basically at Tank saying, I think calling basically a bum or something like that. And, and yeah, it's interesting, but that fight's never going to happen. That's not happening. Yeah. Uh, we don't we don't even entertain but well, we we entertain we like to watch this uh, the Twitter back and forth but it doesn't give us any any hope or any insight to any fight yeah May, May, May promotions will never put Tank in with Redress that's, that's too risky for them too, too, and the thing is that fight will be mad because someone's getting knocked out yeah. Regis is a monster as we know Tank hits like a trainer they both hit like trains they're both super powerful but yeah it's too risky for Mayweather promotions they, they're going to give Tank a, an easier opponent than that, I, I think. Um, and it's at 135. Regis is there saying, yeah, I can make 135, no problems. <laughs> Relax, brother. <laughs> sure. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But it was called back on Yeah, it's um, hopefully they get someone decent for Tank. It's good to see him. He's, he's been more active recently. Well, he was, he was looking more active recently. So he's, he's, it's a bit what, of a shame. Of, what, in terms of in the ring? Yeah. Right. Been more active than we recently see. So he was out last when against Mario Barrios. Yep. And then end of last year, he was against Santa, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Yep. Yep. Well, it's, it's, huh? it's, I said more active. That's two <laughs> fights. <isn't it? laughs> two fights <yeah. laughs> Which is more than what he used to do. No, but he's, no, well, obviously, once one, they're, they're not going to get, Mayova's going to make sure he gets his money. <laughs> yeah, it's a pay per view star now. So Mayova's going to make sure. And yeah, for most pay per view fighters, it's always a two year. No, two fight a year thing, isn't it? Yo, Canelo. Uh, <laughs> he's an anomaly. He's different. <laughs> but for a lot of pay-per-view fights, like, remember Mayover, same model. Mayover yeah. used to fight two, two, twice a year. That's it. Close, obviously, Cinco de Mayo, and then and toward, towards the end of the year. Mexican independence. You know, like September. <laughs> September. I always fought against Latin American fights. Mayover is so funny, man. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, so exactly doing. those two dates were like in, like, sort of like within the business. Cinco de Mayo and the Mexico Independence Day, you just knew that that's Mayweather's date. Don't go on that day. If you've got, if you've got a big fighter, don't go on those two days. Those are Mayweather days only. <laughs> but um, yeah, Mayweather did the same thing. Twice a year, he'll fight. AJ, and, same. Yep, AJ, AJ, AJ was the same. As, that's, that tends to be the pay-per-view model for pay-per-view stars. So um, yeah, I'm not surprised that's what Tank's doing. 
for you, do you feel like these fighters should stretch to three times a year, if possible? I think certain fighters, um, I think for their development as well, it's better to be more active. Yeah, Maybe I fight this to be on pay-per-view, I feel. I feel that, that pay-per-view model where uh, I'm going to fight twice a year, you're missing out on a bunch of learning fights, mm. a bunch of chance to gain experience. Yeah. If a fight's not pay-per-view, don't make it pay-per-view. This whole mm. pay-per-view star thing, I'm not huge on. I think it should be pay-per-view yeah. fights as such. The so big had, ones. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, the big ones. Yeah, so should, I agree. Back at, like it was before Mayweather came on the scene, and even before Oscar De La Hoya almost. Mm. Uh, yeah, he started it. De La Hoya yeah, was the first, yeah. 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 He was the first pay-per-view star almost. So yeah. um, pay-per-view fights, if you're... If you're someone like AJ, I think it's hampered AJ. Let's talk about AJ for a second. It's hampered mm. AJ's because he can't have learning fights or fights take fights off. Every fight's got to be a big fight because he's been paying for since his 16 fight. Yeah, when he should have been fighting three, four times a year at 16 fights. His first pay per view fight was what? Was it Dylan White? Yeah, Dylan White. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And since then, pay-per-view, pay-per-view. So he's been fighting twice a year since his 16 fight. He's yep. only on what? How many fights now? 20 something. Yeah. 20, now, yeah, yeah. Now he can't, he's got to run it back with UC straight away. He can't go and say, I want to take a few fight off. And it's, but if he was done a few fights on pay per view, some off pay per view, where he's fighting people, he would have been learning. And when, you, when, you, when you look at how many fights he's had and what he's achieved, like it's, it's been no, it's been full tilt from fight yeah. number 13 or whatever. Um, he hasn't had back then a lot of these heavyweights they at least have a lot of fights under their belt before they so they, they would have learned that. Which is yeah. why we always say AJ is technically still learning on the job because he never had that sort of like education and that's it. Thirty fights before he exactly <laughs> yeah exactly a lot of these heavyweights would have yeah about thirty fights before they're challenging and whatnot. But he's he he was having what title fights at fifth well, fight number 15, 16. Charles Martin right so yeah no I hear what you're saying and. I, I do agree in the sense that if you're up and coming for educational purposes, you have to be fighting multiple times a year, way more than two, twice a year. Um, it's only when you're at the peak and you're super established, then you can do sit back on the whole pay-per-view model twice a year. Yes. Earlier in the year, later in the year, boom. But that's when you're at the peak of your powers, your levels, your experience, you've had your education and whatnot. Yeah, that, that's how I think it should be as well. For development purposes. When yeah. you look at Canelo, Canelo's had, what, 50 fights before he became pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, Mayweather as well. When he fought yeah. us for De La Hoya, that's when he became the, the big yes. pay-per-view yes. I know he had a few yeah. before with, like, yeah. Zab Judah and um, your guy, but when he became a pay-per-view start, that was, like, 30 Yeah, 30 I, I think in. I think it was, like, pay per I can't remember Mayweather for a pay-per-view, but I think the Gatti fight was what really then, like, changed yeah. it. But then, obviously, him, because De La Hoya was the cash king at the time, but obviously, when De La Hoya's faded and him taking out De La Hoya, he then took his place as the, the cash cow of boxing. Yeah. And that's when he then started, you know, calling his own shots and whatnot. When he left Bob Arrow and, yeah, did his own thing. Yeah. And even after that, he had plenty of learning fights. He'd move through the visions at that point exactly. as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it does, it, 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 I think it hindered AJ. I don't want it to hinder Tank because mm. Tank's still early in his career. He's not had too many fights. 20 something uh, fights now? Yeah, 24 yeah. fights or something like that, yeah. Yeah, he should have been way more active when before this pay per view. I, I swear, Tank became pay per view after that Pedraza win. I don't know if it was on pay per view before, but it was when he. Yeah, it might be the Pedraza. The Pet- I, I don't think the no, his first pay per view was was Leo Santa Cruz, no? Was that Tank's first pay per view? I it think might it have might have been. been yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I think that might be sure? his first his first headline pay per view. Yeah. So Gambo and them fights there one pay per view. I don't think so. You know, really. Well, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Let's see if but, I can um, quickly check now. Yeah, if I'm wrong, I hold my hands up. But I'm sure. I was, recently, I, I was under the impression that all them fights were pay per view. You know, I don't think so. You know, let's try. It doesn't make a difference. I pay for anything. Oh no, you're so. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Santa Cruz is the first one. Yeah, yeah. And then Barrios now, and now, well, it's meant to be Roley, but yeah, interesting. So yeah, he's he should have been way more active back then because even then he was fighting sparingly. He weren't fighting regularly. Yeah, so he, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah yes, I remember because remember I kept saying, I kept saying I was saying that oh I'm annoyed with Mayweather promotions because they're not getting tank out enough. Yeah, he's fight because remember don't forget the issue with Mayweather fight is a lot of guys signed to Mayweather would only fight when Mayweather fought. Yeah, <laughs> remember they would only fight on his undercard 
And this guy was fighting once or twice a year. Obviously, later on in his career, Mayweather was only fighting once a year. So I'm thinking, how are your fighters going to get better? That's why a lot of these guys signed to Mayweather. They're just, they're just, stag- they're just sitting there, stagnating. Just chilling. Just chilling, doing, like, what are they doing? They would only fight on his undercards. Like, but Jack would fight once a year, but do Jack. <laughs> yeah. And it's annoying me because it's like, he's really good and he's, he's got to be active. So yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember the conversation now because yeah. it used to annoy me with Mayweather fighters. I used to say to people, don't, don't side to Mayweather because he's only going to put you on his undercards and yeah. you're, you're, you'll be chilling for a year. Yeah. I'm sure that's why Savannah Marshall left. I swear. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. If, if she stayed with Mayweather, she would be nobody. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. She would, she's... Even if you look at Vidal Riley, yeah, yeah, he signed with Mayweather. He's fought three times, and I think he's apparently he's retired from boxing. Wow, huge, huge mistake signing with Mayweather promotions, in my mm. opinion. In mm. my opinion, he should have gone to the Olympics. Because we're going off track here, but let me speak on it. <laughs> my man could have been a pay per view star in the UK because he has the whole YouTube boxing. He brings yeah. that YouTube audience, and he's a legitimate talent. Yeah, a legitimate talent. That's why maybe Rocha signed him because yeah. the guy can kid can box. Twenty four now, the, yeah. Should have gone to the Olympics, done that. Even though it was delayed by COVID, which obviously would have delayed his year, he should have just gone pro, gone to the Olympics, built up a UK audience in terms of everyone loving him. Signed with a UK promoter, he would have been a pay per view star very early as well. Yeah, he could have been making bank, but now he's more of a YouTuber. So who, who knows? Yeah, I'm, Riley, he fought once in 20, 2018 and twice in 2019 and then once in 2020. And that was it. And that's yeah. someone who should, should have fought, had five fights in his first year as a pro. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And when, um, you, when you look at me with the camp, uh, obviously Tank has made it big. But like, he had all these guys signed to him and they didn't really do, they didn't really do niche. Like, I remember Lewis Arias, he didn't do, he didn't do niche. Yeah. Andrew Andrew Tabiti. I saw him in the Wads Boxing Super Series, the Cruiserweight Edition of the tournament. Yeah, he looked all right, but he, he eventually lost. Obviously, um J J J Leon Love. He was always in the cut, but he, he never really I know he had one or two title challenges, but he never he, he never really did much. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um obviously Badu Jack was a champion at multiple weight classes, but he wasn't he was too inactive for my liking. Um yeah, that's part of parcel of the Melfi Mover is um I, I, I don't know how active I don't know how hands-on he still is with boxing. We see he turns up to press conferences and whatnot, but I'm pretty sure he leaves the whole run into Leonard, right? Yeah, Leonard, I'm pretty Leonard. sure. And, 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 and he's he's a bit of a bozo, so <laughs> I hate I hate I hate I hate I hate going on this Twitter, man. It, it just infuriates me. LB. Oh man. He rides out for his fighters though, but this guy talks he does. Like, he, he talks, talks rubbish. Like Talks absolute nonsense, man. And he hates another fighters. If you're not married, boy, he will hate on you. Yeah. Yep. AB was right. <laughs> you, I know you already get. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> you already against me. <laughs> that's a bitch ass nigga too. <laughs> no, 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 the bitch ass. <laughs> soft that sh- soft. Shut up, soft on shit. <laughs> uh, free AB, AB was man. right though. <laughs> AB was right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was funny. Always funny, man. Always funny when it comes to AB. Always funny, man. <laughs> that brother got locked up again, didn't he? Yeah, that's why free him, man. I don't even know what he done. <laughs> free twin. <laughs> free twin. Oh, he, he needs to retire already, man. Boxes off for him. Boxes off for him. He, he, wants to, he said he wants to go back to the streets. Let him go back to the streets. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, man. Let's so, so, say so we wrap it up there. Mm. Um. Covered all we need to cover. Once again, I stress to our listeners, make sure you tune in to Canelo Caleb Plant next week. <clears throat> massive, massive fight. Probably the last mega fight of the year. Um, I can't wait for it. I'm looking forward to seeing Canelo make history. But if Caleb Plant wins this, wow. And Caleb Plant isn't food. He's a brilliant boxer. So if he boxes out of his skin and does it, fair play to him. But yeah, man, I just can't see anyone stopping this kind of train right now, man. He's he's too good. He's that good. But yeah, this is episode 62 of Instructions and Podcasts. Once again, I've been your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And make sure you check us out on all the streaming platforms. Peace. <laughs>